Happy Friday, and welcome back to the uh, final day of the week here on the Airport Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we talk about one minute of the greatest disaster movie ever made, the 1970 Universal Pictures movie, Airport. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm host number two, Mark Cerulli of CovertOps.tv, and once again... On the flight deck, we have Miss Katie O'Kane. Thanks for coming. Hey, no problem. Happy to be here. Finishing up uh, the week with my daughter here on a very, very awkward in, uh, conversation between uh, Maureen Stapleton as Inez Guerrero, talking about her husband, who uh, just has a hard time keeping a job and, uh, well, just general life in general. He's not very good at uh, basic life competency. Inez is getting the third degree from Tanya, uh, wanting to know about what she knew and when she knew it. Tanya starts getting the pieces, bits and pieces together about him uh, working in the excavation business mm. with like dynamite and stuff. She must not have a family that she has to explain things to. Because if my husband were having this many problems, I would have a story at the at, at the ready. Oh yeah, yeah. Or she might have like a. Oh, he's cover? fine. He's been working in Italy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, she. I guess never nobody ever asks her about stuff because she's kind of like a background player. You know, she just works at that shabby diner and stuff like that. So, but yeah, she doesn't really know what to say. I guess nobody's ever asked her about these things. That wasn't a a cop. I don't know who. A debt collector. Yeah, yeah. She didn't really share well. So, do we ever find out why she thought he was going to Milwaukee? He said he had a job. He said he had a job there that he was going to be working there for like nine months and that uh, there might be further jobs along the way. But actually, he was just, you know, making stuff up so he could get on the bus to the airport, blow it up, and uh, bring him bring her the money. Or, you know, she'd get a, a check in the mail from the insurance company. She was uh, very confused about that whole thing. And, you know, now she she has she hasn't even put the pieces together. She just thinks he's going crazy again, but she's never – I don't think she's – She's ever considered that just because he works with dynamite, he want to might want to blow something up, <laughs> even though he has a a big temper. Does he have a temper? Did she say that? Yeah, he. She said toward the end of this minute, she said. Oh, he, he gets in arguments. Arguments, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and she said, if the boss says two and two is six, you agree with him. You know, she's telling him what to do so that he doesn't mess up. So she's got all these. All these things that she has to deal with, with, you know, she's married to a, an angry, crazy guy who keeps losing his job. And then he keeps doing stuff like pawning her mother's wedding ring, which isn't the first time he's done that. So, How many times did her mom get married? <laughs> no. <laughs> a couple of times. Which one, which, which one was that? Yeah. But, you know, he, but she's always going in and picking up the pieces and then he screws it up again. So now she's thinking of this as... Oh boy, this is another one that I gotta solve. But she hasn't figured out that this is the, you know, this is the big one. This is the uh, life-changing moment. She does have that thing where she doesn't tell about what what kind of a stay in the hospital that he's had. It's it's kind of a quick minute. They're all in the you know they're all in the same thing. They're all in the same scene. It never really changes. It's it's a it's fascinating how fast Mel puts all this stuff together. That she, he knows what kind of questions to ask that's why mel gets the big money yeah he knows he knows exactly what to delegate and what not well, to i mean delegate. this sort of thing happens at their airport every single week so. yeah he's got a quiz up confused women whose husbands are mad bombers what's harry doing there is he just 
interested in just just He's hearing a good story. Floor. He lives alone. Okay. He just doesn't want to go home. Yeah. He said, oh, this is, this is good. There's nothing on is Lawrence. Harry's, Harry's the guy in the blue suit, right? Yeah. Right. He works for the customs department. So if you unless... look very carefully, he's staring about six feet in front of him. I bet he's practicing shamatan breathing for meditation. Hmm. <laughs> he's probably <laughs> just saying, let me frisk her. I'll frisk her. Come on, let me frisk her. She could, she could be smuggling diamonds. Yeah, we'll find frisk out. Her. Elementary Dr. Lighter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, Jim got no that Bond one. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Diamonds Are Forever. You have to watch Diamonds Are Forever. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Once we do the Diamonds Are Forever minute, you can go back and talk about that. You know, I did text Dad the other day about how I did like Skyfall. I thought that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very good. I like the uh, the backstory on that. It's nice seeing seeing Bond history finally. Are you I'm upset about me saying that, Mark? No, I can't. no, no. No, it was, good. it was a good film. I mean, you know, Mark, that's a different era in, in the series. I grew up yeah. with yeah. with the, the Connery and Moore sure. ones. Yeah. Oh, and the Lazenby ones. Lazenby, yes. So. <laughs> See, all my first impressions of Sean Connery are really weird ones. Like, what was that movie where he's in the rainforest and he's a doctor? Is it just Medicine Man? Medicine Man. Medicine yeah. Man, yeah. Lorraine yeah. Bracco. So when you say Sean Connery, my first, I know a lot of people first think James Bond, but my first is... Medicine Man. <laughs> wow. I would have thought you would have said uh, Indiana Jones's dad, Henry Jones Sr. No, but that's who I think of when I think of River Phoenix. Hmm. Oh, when you think of River Phoenix, you think of Indiana Jones. Interesting. Right. Of all the things. Is, wasn't he in Stand By Me? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, and I don't think, like, that's not the first thought. The first thought that comes to my head is Indiana Jones. And the Temple of Doom. No, he was, he, that was, it was Last Crusade. Right, Last Crusade. Was, yes, yes, yes. Last Crusade, yeah. Okay. So I knew that, and I didn't want to say anything because I was like, "Oh, did I get that wrong?" No, 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 no. You got it right. No, but you have you have different uh, benchmarks from uh, for Sean Connery. It's, it's interesting to see, you know. Or and I I do know he was in the Hunt for Red October, but I don't remember what that movie's about. He's the only Russian assuming... military naval officer to speak with a Scottish accent. Everybody else is speaking with a pseudo Russian accent. Like um, the guy from Jurassic Park, um, who's what's his name? You know, I would like oh, to Oh, Sam uh, Neil. Sam Neil, yeah. Sam Neil is talking with this pseudo-Russian accent. And you say Jurassic Park, and the uh, Jurassic Park, and the two things that go through my mind are Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. and holding on to your butts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Is it Samuel Jackson that says yep, that? Yeah. Yeah. I always think butts. of I always think of Laura Dern with the, having her head getting twisted to the right. But some somehow we we're. <laughs> We got to get back to the, yeah. The, let's get back we, to the we'll, movie. There is a Jurassic Park minute out there, by the way. If anybody looks at uh, moviesbyminutes.com, you can go find all these other movies that people are doing. Um, but we're talking we're talking about airport, and I keep I know. I mean, what else is there in this scene? For for me, it's just poor. It just feels so bad for her. Yeah, she's just awful. Does it, how I keep wondering. I mean, this movie was made long before you were born. But how far back does it feel for you? Does it feel? I mean, is it? Is it almost alien to you as to the the moods and feelings? I mean, these these are emotions that people have nowadays. Does it feel that separated in time? No, it's just the conversations are different. Yeah, I think these emotions are pretty universal. Yeah, I mean, I think it's... like feeling crushed because you don't know the person, like you realize the person you're with, you don't know them or don't understand them. That's a pretty universal feeling. Yeah, and yeah. feeling I like think... you're just trying to help and you feel so overwhelmed. Like, look at her. She just I'm I'm paused on. 28 seconds right now god her face is just yeah it's it's amazing the acting i mean the, you wonder where she pulled that from like does she have a memory that she worked on to you know just not just showing this but just like drawing on something but she just 
looks so shipwrecked here. I mean, it's her whole posture, just that sunken feeling and looking around and trying to explain, trying to explain yeah, her... someone that you thought you knew. Yeah, yeah, and trying to come up with some kind of a rationale for why this would happen, and she doesn't. There's no, there, there's no, you know, handhold. There's, there's no place that she can grab on and say, "This is what makes sense to me." It's not there. So if you want to like go for this particular scene, I think it, you know, this is a really universal scene. Yeah, yeah, this uh, this has a, a, a timeless quality to it. We're, there are some dated stuff in the in the back. You know, yeah, the and, whole and last, scenes, the whole, yesterday's yesterday's episode. The whole... Yeah, yeah, the thing about being pregnant and stuff like that, or that it was a this was something that they couldn't discuss, or they could, or they wouldn't talk about, or that that there would be different options and things. It was very, it was very dated in that. But this one, yeah, this is just you could set, you could even set this in different times. You could set this in the eighteen hundreds or in the future, and it's still that that lost sense of a disruption in her life that she can't mm-hmm. you know everything it, she just had the rug pulled out from under and she just doesn't know where where she's going to land it's an enjoyable it's an, i mean it's it's agonizing but it's a very enjoyable this is why you go to the movies to see things i think it's just that kind of emotion oh god i'm depressed why <laughs> oh it's just crushing sadness <laughs> yeah. well the next minute will be better i'm sure yeah things things will be fine there'll be <laughs> there's lots of stuff you know there's going to be uh uh, What's that, the song at the end of the Poseidon Adventure? There's got to be a morning after. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of. Yeah, they don't have. That's what this song. This needed a good song. Although it does have a good. I mean that that bouncing beat, which we'll play at the end of. Uh, we'll play at the end of this episode. That that, uh, that great theme music to this with all the tambourines and stuff. But yeah, but I in just between, need something hopeful for this poor lady. Yeah, and and it doesn't. You know, I mean, spoilers here, but it doesn't. It doesn't ever get any better for her. It just stays awful, and then it just gets worse when she realizes that you know. And then, and then the credits husband. roll. Yeah, it's like I want to follow her home and find out what happens now. Because remember, it, one of the things that they mention earlier on when they're in the diner is uh, uh, her husband's telling her, "Well, you know, when I make enough money, we'll be able to get the kids to come back and live with us." And it's like they oh. lost their kids. They lost their kids. I mean, they, once. Once this movie ends, she has no chance of that anymore. That's gone, gone. And she'll always be known as the wife of the Mad Bomber. I mean, what do you, where do you go with that? What do you do? With, I mean, she's not going to get a job at TGA. They're not gonna... Well, luckily, this was the days before social media, so she yeah, might nobody be able would to know. She's something. Yeah, change your name, move to uh, you know Alabama or something like that, and open up a a Wendy's. You know. At- Please have higher aspirations for her. Maybe she went back to school and became a chemist. That could be. I don't know. But she's got to stay close by her, where her kids. Who knows where her kids are? They could be. They could be like. She's in Chicago. In she could go to Northwestern or something. Yeah. I don't know, but she's have faith gotta, in have faith in it. I would. I would. I would, ho- I would like hope to see an airport sequel where she runs for president. Hmm. <laughs> president Guerrero, and then. Then, oh, and and she's managed to like hide all this information oh, from her backstory. Is that intentional that their their last name is Guerrero, like Guerre, like War? Like Waro, yeah, Warrior. Oh, hard to say. Arthur Haley does that sometimes. Yeah, Guerrero. But it would be something that she changed her name and then runs for president, and then they find out that she was like married to the Mad Bomber forty years before, and she's got to confront her past, and she has to call Mel Bakersfield back to. Say that, or get Tanya, who's now the president of TGA, to uh, swear, you know, vouch for her that she had nothing to do with it and she didn't know. And are you blowing a windstorm, Mark? Oh, I'm sorry. 
I was, I was blowing a Guerrero. <laughs> no, I was, I was just picturing him sitting there with a pack of Winstons, just you know, puffing away. That sounds good. She's my favorite character. I, I used to think it was Helen Hayes, but I think Inez is my is my favorite. She's the one that you really get drawn into, and you really just wanna you want to give her a hug or something. You want to give her a hug and. Yeah, she's the one that sticks out for me. Like, I haven't watched this movie in probably a decade now, and uh, I always remembered her. Yeah, I mean, you just want to take her to, like, an Airbnb and let her just, you know, look out at the beach or something like that for a week and <sighs> let her forget about the world. Well, I think that's about all that's going on in this minute, although it so is it's a... it's a feel-good movie. Yeah, sure. It's a like... great, great date film. You come out of this movie and you it think, It could yeah. be worse. You could be Mrs. Guerrero. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Aren't you glad you're with me and not? There's like starving kids in Africa, and then there's Mrs. Guerrero. Mrs. Guerrero, yeah, yeah. So it's like anytime you don't finish your dinner, and then anytime you complain about something not going your way. But she works in a diner, so uh, yeah, she'll never. No, I keep picturing. I keep picturing people keep sending her money from UNICEF. You know, (laughs) here we we saw your movie, and it's just so sad. Go take yourself out. This brings me back to my original point. It's important to tip twenty percent on your bills. I agree. Because I agree. every time you don't, you're hurting Mrs. Guerrero. Mrs. Guerrero, yeah. All the Mrs. Guerreros of the world, you know? What, what kind of Christmas is she going to have? How is uh, she going to get her kids back? Yeah. She makes $2 an hour. You know what? Yeah. She actually, inflation adjusted, she probably made more back then than waiters do now. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe she know. was part owner of that diner. She's not going to make money at a, a diner that opens for breakfast at 8 a.m., and closes at ten. You know, I, diners do not open at eight. She she missed like everybody that you all the roofers and all the people that do the snow shoveling at the airport and stuff. They're all out by five thirty. She's got to be there. Yeah, early. That's a little that's early, Joe. I don't know if I could do that. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah wait, wait for the, the wait for the producers to wake up about ten thirty and eleven o'clock and stagger in. You know, I used to do a breakfast club in uh, when I lived in Providence and we would go out for breakfast every morning and, or not every morning, we'd go out once a week, um, during the week Monday through Friday and we'd have to go at like 5 or 6 a.m. because I worked at 7. And I had a couple yep. friends who would get up that early and go eat with me. So Yeah, see, that's that's where you could You're have right. met in it. Yeah, but Don't yeah, worry, we'll have to read. I tip. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Good. It's a, it's always a good practice, so please don't forget to tip your hosts. Use a litter basket. There's, that's what they're there for. Oh my goodness! And don't write messages to your friends in ketchup. That's just mean. <laughs> yes, a salute to uh, John Boutros out there in uh, the land of friendlies. Dad, wow. Well, not yeah, that you did that or anything. It was long ago and it was recyclable. Recyclable ketchup. <laughs> yeah, I don't want this. Do you want <laughs> put it back? Ah, uh, it was very. It was long ago. So, Mark, uh, any thoughts on, on on this as we close out the week with Inez? Um, I just hope it gets better for her. I think it will. I think yeah. I think they're going to be interrogating her for a couple of days, so that's that's yeah. at least Maybe some she... some three hot meals. Yeah, with or those little sandwiches with the crust cut off. You By know? hot meals, do you just mean whiskey with no chaser? Yes, whiskey for breakfast. <laughs> these these eggs aren't going to go down easy. Hot when it goes down your throat. Oh, where's, where's my do- where's my doers? Yeah. Is that Ralph? What Ralph says? It tastes like burning. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, well, Katie, thanks so much for being on our show. Uh, it's been a it's been a thrill. I know it's been a thrill for you uh, to watch this movie yes. yet again. It's, it's I can't running. wait to go on my flight this week. 
Yeah, it'll be a thrill. You can you can tell people, are you subscribed? You can you know reach over, grab their iPhones, and start digging through and go, you're not subscribed, and then just show them how to how to subscribe on iTunes. I'm or on flying there. to Colorado, so with my luck, there will be a snowstorm. It will be perfect. Yes, yes, it will we'll be epic. Just, uh, make sure. Well, make sure everybody's listening in, and you can point point out where you know they can listen to the good parts on this thing. Uh, we will be back next week with some exciting guests. Uh, even you know this week had exciting guests, but uh, we're going to have some some special surprises next week. So be sure to tune in next week where we follow more of Inez's uh, revelations. In the meantime, while you are busy listening to this on some kind of uh, internet device. You can always go out and subscribe to us on iTunes uh, Monday through Friday and get this delivered to your mobile device uh, you know, at the drop of a hat. It'll be there. You can listen to all new episodes. So go to uh, iTunes or go to Google Play, subscribe, look for, search for uh, Airport Minute, subscribe, and there it is on your, on your machine. Join us in the conversation on our social media, as you well know, Twitter, Airport Minute, Facebook, Airport Minute, and Airport Minute Commanders Club on Facebook. That's where a lot of people get together and talk about how these things seem to run into each other one after the other. So uh, join us join us on Facebook. Also, join us at the great big website, airportminute.com, where you can catch up on all the previous uh, episodes of Airport. And you can also buy uh, clever swag like the uh, These Nuts Are Stale Guy and the 99 Patronis shirts. And uh, remind me to thank Mr. Uh, Boeing. Uh, phone protectors. So that's that's all out there on the great big swag list. But that's uh, that's pretty much all you have to do besides listening to our, our next episode. So please join us Monday where we find out some more revelations from Inez here on the Airport Minute. Until then, good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling. <laughs>